1: welcome to the thursday evening edition of the field of 68 after dark here on sirius xm channel 84 that is the espnu station we are live on youtube if you're watching there hit that like button hit that subscribe button do the things that you know are going to help us out grow this channel jump in the chat ask us questions we will be answering them during breaks uh my name is rob dosser we are presented by our partners over at bet river sportsbook we are currently broadcasting live from the sportsbook at the rivers casino in philadelphia with me i have wake forest legend the one and only randolph childress and the man they call the rifleman clemson's (laughs) own terrence oglesby fellas we have a lot to get into today 11 seed michigan landed a comeback win 212 seeds new mexico state and richmond picked up victories in their first round games and 15 seed st peter's won in overtime one of two overtime games that happened tonight the other one right now san francisco murray state a seven against the ten is happening as we speak there's two and a half minutes left in that one right now san francisco is up 81 to 80 but we're going to start with the peacock god uh, the peacocks guys st peters lands in the, 85. Peacock, the peacock god the peacock god i i peacock no peacock you said it right the, uh, you it's said the we're, we're, you it right peacock god the peacock god peacock god we're starting with the peacock gods and uh st peters 85 79 Knocked off number two seed Kentucky. Knocked off my national championship pick. Producer Greg's national championship pick. Terrence Oglesby's nat- national championship pick. I-, I mean, how about this performance, T.O.? Uh, rough day all around for Kentucky.
2: And Ty Ty Washington can go two for ten on the day. And Oscar Sheboy, he did his job. He still ended up with, what was it, 30 points and 16 boards against a Peacock team that he oversized dramatically. But this wasn't – this was a little bit of Kentucky – struggling to get going and struggling to get a win, it had a lot more to do with Shaheen Holloway and the Peacocks going and taking that win. That guy gets his guys to play with so much confidence. Daryl Banks was terrific. 27-4, and four. they went at the Wildcats all day, almost beat them at their own game. They ran the same set, Randolph, the entire second half, and they just kept getting buckets. It was unbelievable. There were no secrets to what they were doing. It was just guys being competitive, knocking down shots, huge shots, continuously. St. Peter's is tough. Shaheen Holloway is tough. We knew that when he was a player. Now we know it as a coach too. Taking a job like St. Peter's that has no operating budget, mm-hmm. and you refer to tell, it a little tell, bit. Give the that right now. I, I've, already, I've already. University of Kentucky. I want to say spent eighteen point three million dollars. 18, so Kentucky's
1: operating budget is their 8, operating budget million. that's how much Cal's money salary is is more than $8 million a year right he has four assistants on his staff that make more than $300,000 a year yeah. St. Peter's operating budget is 1.6 million which is less insane. than a tenth of Kentucky's their head coach makes 250k a year which is less than the fourth fourth highest paid assistant on the Kentucky staff the guy that can't even go recruit Yep. Makes more of the St. Peter's head coach, R.C. How impressive is this?
3: It's, it's really impressive, but this, to me it's more about Kentucky. And if these teams played 100 times, Kentucky would win 99. <laughs> no, there's no doubt. And, and it just took today. But all the things that we discussed that couldn't happen all happened. You know, uh, severe will is six turnovers. We questioned that about his ability to turn the ball over. You know, Grady didn't. You know, didn't make a shot. We talked about Tai tys struggle. I mean, outside of Oscar Sheboy, they didn't have much going tonight, and they looked like they just panicked. Yeah. You know, they just panicked, and you know, give it to you know, like I said, give it to Sheen, Shaheen Holloway and his guys. I mean, they were they were a the better team tonight. There was no doubt about it. We were waiting for kind of a Gonzaga feel, thinking like, all right, halftime, they're gonna come out, second half, pull away, and they just didn't. And it, it, it definitely says more about Kentucky than it does. As much as much Great credit to St. Peter's. I mean, I, I can't give him enough credit. But that's just a game that you just – there's not a position on the floor you can tell me that they match up with them. No, no. They, no,
2: they, they don't. Calling. They don't. Another person we talked about before the game who was probably the most important guy because he's done so much for this team, this Kentucky team, Kellen Grady goes one for nine from the field. Somebody who's been the defensive guy when they've needed him to be. When they go and win on the road at Kansas, he shuts down. Mm-hmm. Doesn't shut down Ochia Baji, but he does a really nice job on him. One for nine. This was a day where Kentucky couldn't have a bad game. Going up against a 15 seed. This has to be in the top five of biggest upsets of all time. Yes. For, for, for a couple of reasons. Not so much that the spread was huge. Not so much that it was a 2-15. It was the fact that Kentucky, in large part by media people like us and the general viewing audience, had them as national champions. That's a huge deal. Minimum so, final four. Minimum final four. Minimum right? I mean, four. I'm taking a lot of heat.
3: Yeah, the, you get, the, you get the the killed tw- right, the right now. The Twitter haters are out. <laughs> the Twitter haters are
2: out in <laughs> abundant tonight.
3: I, listening to Coach Cow's interview, he's talking about I was taking guys out because they wouldn't shoot, and that's tough. That's an issue. That that's an issue. That that is. I don't I don't want the ball in those moments and. At some point, you got to step up and say, "Hey, you know what? I got to take this shot." They were always—they were rightfully so—they were clogging the paint. They were fronting with a guy over the top, helping on Sheepway, and, and you just had to be ready to step up and take shots. And guys didn't want to do it. As the game got tight, the pressure got to them, and and they just didn't answer the bell. And, and St. Peter's wasn't afraid of the moment, and it looked like Kentucky was. Well, yeah.
2: they had—they no, were playing with nothing to lose. That's a yeah, big part too.
1: They were, and I think that that stems from the head coach and that stems from the leadership that at the very top of uh, that program. And we were able to to catch up with uh, Shaheen Holloway um, earlier today. Uh, We were able to have a chance to to talk with him for a couple minutes here, and I think we're going to jump to that interview uh, right now, if you don't mind, Producer Dagan. Shaheen. Let me welcome Shaheen Holloway, the head coach of the St. Peter's Peacocks on the field of 68 after dark fresh off an 85 78 win over numbers 2 see Kentucky in overtime. Uh, I got to ask you, man, how are you feeling right now? Biggest upset of the day.
4: You know what? It's still, you no, know, it still didn't even hit me yet. It's still didn't hit me yet that we won the, the MAG Championship. You know, it just, it's, a good, it's a good ride right now, and I'm still trying to enjoy the ride, man. I don't want to end.
1: So I, I don't think I'm alone when I say, that I thought it was a bad thing when you guys ended up going to over, uh, overtime, right? Normally, the, the better team can kind of pull it out with the extra five minutes, but it did not seem to phase your guys, and I mean this as the utmost compliment. Your guys look their nuts hang when they play. They play with so much confidence. I'm just kind of curious, like, where does that come from? How do you instill that in your team? You
4: know like, I, I you know, it's funny. I recruit guys that kind of fit my personality, right? Um, you know, and that's what we do. I, I want guys to play hard. I want guys to play loose. I want guys to play... The chip on his shoulder was something to prove. I, I've been saying the whole weekend, a lot of guys on my team think they belong to Kentucky, right? So you know, it just it was it was, it was that moment. You know, I wanted these guys to enjoy it. Um, I told these guys, if you, if you just worry about you know the task at hand, don't worry about the name on the front of your jersey, you're gonna be fine. And that's what they did.
1: So the story I was told is that when you were considering accepting this job. There were people that told you that it wasn't worth it, that staying in the Big East would be the, the smarter, the better career move long-term for you. So how rewarding is it right now to win a game like this and see the results of betting on yourself?
4: You know what? That's kind of what I've been doing my, my, my whole career, like my whole life, not just as a coach, as a player too, right? You know, like I told the story the other day, when I came to New Jersey to go to St. Pat's, somebody never heard of St. Pat's. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a household name. Same thing with Seton Hall. You no, know, I came, it was kind of down at the time. I left, it was back up. And now it's just as coaching, the same thing. Iona they go there with Coach Willard, they was down, brought him back up. C Hall was down, we brought him back up. And now, now yeah. So just a, a thing of just working, working hard and have the right people around you that understand what it takes to, you know, to get to a level that you want to get to. And I just it's just hard work.
1: So I, I want to put into perspective kind of what the St. Peter's job is, right? There was a graphic that was put out by front office sports for assistants on the Kentucky coaching staff make more than the head coach position at St. Peter's pays. And I, I'm not saying this to pocket check, but I want to put into perspective the hill that a program like yours has to climb when it comes to keeping your head above water, right? So I think stories like you guys, like St. Peter's, like you, are, are what makes this sport so special. So regardless of what happens on Saturday, we're going to be talking about St. Peter's, this upset, beating Kentucky for a long time. Has that sunk in yet? No, nah, like
4: I said, it's still fresh. It's still new. But you know what? Like, we came down here with, with this mission, though. You know, no disrespect to anybody. Like, we, we came down here, you know, with confidence. You know, guys won seven games in a row in um, the tough MAC conference. You know, and uh, so we came down here with, with the mindset that, that you know, we, we could play with anybody. Um, and I took these guys. You know, we packed to, to Sunday. You know, so we expect them to be here. Um, like I said, no disrespect to Kentucky or anybody else. Like, we, we just believe in ourselves and believe in what we are doing. Um can't really control everything else. Like, yeah, you know, we, we're not a school to have all the resources and the bells and whistles, but I got a bunch of guys that, that believe in themselves and play hard.
1: So you play again in 48 hours. How are you going to wind down, man? Are you going to get any sleep tonight?
4: Nah, you know, we just got to watch the win of this game and kind of try to put a scout report together and for tomorrow and try to figure it out.
1: Well, listen, man, I appreciate the time. Congratulations on the win. Uh, We'll be rooting for you again on, uh, on Saturday night. Thank you so much. Shaheen Holloway is uh, is the best. It's a great story. It's one of the best stories in college basketball, and I do think that this is going to be uh, a moment that we talk about for a long, long time. Especially if they can find a way to get past whoever wins the San francisco murray State game and get to the Sweet Sixteen. I want to ask you guys a little bit bigger. Can, can stuff. I can I interrupt you real quick? Go ahead. My favorite thing about I like this you say, interview. Can I interrupt you? Yeah, just interrupt? He does it anyway. Yeah, right? I'm just going to do it
2: anyway. It's a rhetorical question. Just <laughs> let me go. So, my favorite part about the interview is when you said. Uh, how come you, you let your guy You get your guys; they play with their nuts hanging. And there wasn't even a smile. There wasn't a smirk. <laughs> he just knew it was so matter of fact. was like, "Yeah, I try to get guys to play like me." It was kind of <laughs> like, "Yeah." But that, that says a lot about him, right? The kind of guys that he likes to recruit. He referred to that and yep. it, tough as nails kids. So you got to give him credit.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's talk bigger picture stuff about Kentucky. How how concerned are you about where this program is and where it's heading? Because I can tell you for a fact that Kentucky fans are uh are are nervous and they're 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 a little bit frustrated with coach cow they haven't won a tournament game since 2019 i know one of those years uh the tournament was canceled and the other year was they had all their issues last season whatever it was but you're a two seed now and you get knocked off early. they haven't been to the final four in a couple years it's 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 been a while since kentucky felt like kentucky which is why i think everyone was so excited about this team and i think one of the issues we saw it again they don't have any shooting. They can't space the floor. We thought they would have it this year. Maybe if C.J. Frederick was there, it would change things. But uh, there were too many times where you would have Ty Washington come around the corner and dribble into five guys in the middle of the paint. So where where do you stand on Coach Cal on this program on Kentucky? RC, I'm going to you first on this one. Because very very clearly, as T.O. is looking at you, he's like, I don't want to answer this question. <laughs> I, I I know that question.
3: I know the Kentucky fans, are they, they're losing their minds, right? And they're going to complain about it. But. Kyle is one of the best in the business and and to think anything different than that is just insane. I mean it's 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 what what happens now? I mean, with the super seniors and everything else was going on. We went into this talking about there was gonna be as many upsets. We didn't know what they would be, but we knew they'd be quite a bit upsets. And we're just surprised that it's this team. We thought this team had enough to be a Final Four national champion caliber team and they didn't come out ready to play tonight and they panicked and and, and you know, this isn't the norm for a Kentucky team. I mean, last how, year was. How much different. of
1: that goes to the coach, though? When you say they didn't come out ready to play, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that one that of your number one jobs as a coach to get your guys ready to be in a position where they're going to going to actually show up and going to actually show out? Uh,
3: go ahead.
1: Yeah, part of it's on count. It is. It is. Like, like, look, it's
2: it's a very like, uh, was it give and take relationship? Like, players need to show up ready to play, and obviously mm-hmm. Kentucky's guys didn't. Now. If I'm a Kentucky fan looking forward, this has been a bit of an adjustment period for Cal because he he really got things going whenever he started the one-and-done thing with Derrick Rose and all those guys. I mean, he had good years prior to that at UMass. He had good years doing different things and getting all these uber-talented players. Now the transfer portal has become such a big thing. So the SEC, he's having to play against all these older players and all these older teams, and it's given his freshman teams trouble. You saw that in the years prior to this year. Now – this is not a failure of a season. They ended up getting a two-seed in the NCAA tournament. I don't consider this a failed no. season. I do consider this a failed uh, uh, NCAA tournament, but it's a Kentucky team that all year long lived up to expectations except for one day, and that's what makes this tournament so great. This is a this is a Kentucky team that could have easily made it to the Final Four. They just ran into the wrong team on the wrong night. St. Peter's got it done. How you adjust from this I, it, it all comes so I, back with him. It all comes back with what kind of players are you getting in? How are you going to attack the portal? Which has been an adjustment for him this year. This is not a simple thing for Coach Cal to bring in a bunch of older
1: guys. It took a couple of months for them to figure this out to begin with. Yeah, and, and it did. But I, I would just push back on the idea that, that this loss was just because they ran into the wrong team on the wrong day. Hmm. I mean, it's St. Peter's. There's. <laughs> we just talked about the difference in budget. Like that, If you're Kentucky – It should not be acceptable to lose games. And I love the story of St. Peter's. It should not be acceptable that you can lose a game to a program like St. Peter's. There's a reason why Kentucky has all of that money and all of that funding and all of that stuff coming in. It's to be able to say that we don't have to stress about playing a team like St. Peter's. Mm -hmm.
3: The thing that's interesting when we talk about Coach Kyle is it seems that he decided to change, have a philosophical change in his recruiting where we went from a ton of the one-and-dones and and they seem to be heavy in a portal, whereas that's not the case with, like, a Duke right? Duke has continued to go with the high school kids, the young kids, and stick to that route. So there's been a transition with Coach
2: Kyle and that. And, and, and they pepper him like maybe one or two players. Yeah. yeah, they're Like it. Yeah, roster. like That's a significant difference between the two.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, And I think that that's a big part of it. But when you have so many transfers that are a significant part of it, it does take... That, that's different because now he's going to have to redo that again. And then now that takes a, a commitment and the a, and a cohesion that comes with every year. So every year now, that seems to be what he's going to have to do because once you start going in the transfer portal, you have to continue to do that. And I don't think this, you know, from so that
2: seems to be what's going on. And if he yeah. does that,
3: that that changes now. Does that because they're no longer getting those
2: guys. Yep. And whenever you get in the portal, you're not getting these great players. You're getting very very good college hey. players. That's the big difference. Like those those freshmen that are coming in, the freshmen that are at Duke, for example, and they could get beat tomorrow. Who knows? But what I'm saying is, is the elite talent wasn't necessarily on that roster besides Shibwe and Tai Tai Washington. They are usually filled to the brim with studs, like six or seven of them. Yeah. Right. That wasn't the case this and,
1: season. And and even Shibwe, I would make the argument that he is a guy that is just the the best role player in college. But like yes. he's not you're not out there giving him the rock and saying, that go go figure this out yourself, right? That was what Tai Tai's job was supposed to be. And he was Tai Tai was not himself tonight. I don't know if it was an ankle thing he know. had a lot
2: going on. His I, mom was in the crowd. He's wanted to play well. There's a lot of pressure there. Like, yeah. I, I get
1: it. I get it. Yeah, on but that you, one. I mean, you still, you still got to show up. You still got to show up. You still got to be better. But it is, it is the kind of thing where they didn't have any dis- difference makers. All right. So, uh, Murray State in USF has gone final. It's 91 to 87 uh, in overtime, um, and uh, 91 87 overtime win for Murray State. They advance. Murray State will be playing St. Peter's for the right to go to the Sweet 16 which is uh, – that's awesome. That's awesome. I love, I love that that's what we just uh, – what we ended up with here. Um, but, listen, we got we to gotta pay the bills here uh, really quick. Coming up next, we have to talk about this Iowa loss. R.C. Randolph Childress gets to talk his shit a little bit, rub it into uh, our, our very own producer, Carter Elliott's face, uh, the way this game played out. So we'll be back with that next. All right, jump in the chat, guys. Ask us some questions. We're going to be here for about ninety seconds.
5: Yeah, I got a few questions for you guys, and Do I have it. I have a surprise for some people in the chat that haven't seen it yet. Our new producer, Cam. There we are. There you, you can go. See the back that's of the that, head. That, look at that. that. that that's Whoa. it. there you go. There you go. Uh, people are talking about Calipari getting fired.
1: Is that <laughs> no, fair? Come
5: on. Is he getting paid he
2: eight getting million fired. dollars a year? Well, if if Calipari is getting paid eight million dollars a year, what what's the buyout of that contract?
3: Didn't yep. he have a lifetime contract? Too? Yeah, yeah it's a like, contract. Like, he's not. You're not, not firing, firing Cal Perry.
2: They,
1: they need to you made to your fire under They need to light a fire <laughs> under his ass, but they're not going to fire. Him. Yeah.
3: But what are you going to do? He just he just revamped his staff. Like all those guys are new. What are you going to fire him again? Like yeah, what are you going to do? Keep rotating assistants? No. Like this entire system. They need snoop. to
2: they, they need to figure out something different to do offensively. That's th- needs to that's, be a little th- bit look, more. Look, up. the biggest thing. The, that's the
1: single biggest thing. Yeah. The single biggest thing is that they need to be able to. Um, run offense and get floor spacing and be able to do things a little bit more modern and we thought it was going to be this year and you know what it wasn't because you don't have to guard severe Wheeler, you didn't have to guard keon brooks you didn't have yep. to guard oscar sheepway
3: how many of these programs actually do that when you talk about the dukes doesn't run anything overly complicated because they feel like i got better players than you and i just roll a ball out there and we're gonna play and,
1: and you know what the difference is duke has five first round picks on their roster this year yeah that's, I mean, that's that's good, the big good, thing. Good enough to get whipped by Virginia Tech. Yeah. <laughs> and look, uh, there there might be a reason that Coach K is calling us. So true. Yeah. Dagan's raising his hand. <laughs> we are back. It is the field of 68 after dark. We are live at Bet Rivers Sportsbook at the Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. Uh, my name is Rob Doster. I am joined by the rifleman Terrence Oglesby and the legend. Randolph Childress. We're talking about this wild Thursday in college basketball, guys. We had uh, eight games that were decided by single digits. We had six games where the lower-seeded team won. We had three games that went to overtime. There were four double-digit seeds that won, one seed, two 12 seeds, and one fifteen 15 seed. Uh, I want to start with the 12 seeds here. We're going to go into Iowa first. Um, that was a team that a lot of people had – uh, pegged as potentially being a Final Four threat, as being a team that could get to a national title game, Greg and, uh, Waddell. And, uh, yeah, and as one person in here. As one one person, person in here specifically went all in on them. I'm pretty sure he took all his, his friends Cam. and family need... to ride with them. I'm pretty sure that Greg over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not happy about it. <laughs> Greg's happy today. The good news is Greg Waddell hit a couple of uh, very nice live money line bets. So hey, what,
6: did it, what did I tell you after our first intermission today? Well. It was about a regroup. It was about the second half, and that's what we did. Yeah,
1: touche, yeah, touche, Gregory, touche. Uh, but let's talk about it. You know, this is the second straight year where an Iowa team came into the NCAA tournament with hype and people talking about them having a first-team All-American. Last year it was Luca Garza. This year it was Keegan Murray and R.C., they're bounced again in the first round of the tournament. Well, last year was the first weekend of the tournament. But they're bounced again by a lower-seeded team.
3: But, you know, even today, uh, the reason I said, we, you know, we're joking about it, but I said Richmond because I knew this was a tough matchup for a team. As soon as we saw the brackets come out, I said, you know, Richmond Spiders could, could get out because the one thing that they struggle with is guarding. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they would scheme them also. I thought they would – I mean, let's count. You know, you don't even start counting Keegan Murray's points until he gets to 20. Like, we know he's going to get that. I And we joked about it, but I said, hey, I think they're going to play him one-on-one and help a little bit, and then they're going to scheme the other guys, and they're just going to try to let him go one-on-one, and then if he gets just 20 or 30, so he'll be getting shut down the other guys, and I thought that's what they did, like, I didn't think they guarded Perkins, they just sat in the lane and helped out, let him, they didn't chase him around screens, if he was to shoot, they just lived with it, and the he other thing, like, he, he was like a pip. Like, yeah.
2: He he was like a running back. Yeah. Guy. He was just yeah. putting his head down, trying to get somewhere. He thought he was bigger and stronger, well, and Richmond just knew how to play because they were old.
3: Well, and I, they just you know when you're scheming guys, you just back off them. I mean, it hurts your pride a little bit. It's like, hey, if I play off you ten feet and dare you to shoot, then you feel like, all right, I'm gonna. You take shots, you start missing, then you want to get in the pain and make. it does it feel happen? like, Carter, when people back off of you ten feet? <laughs> <laughs> what's it? I know not tell you. you yeah, know, no, they, they, <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't guard my guy like that. Don't let them do you like that, Carter. Don't let them do you like that. So, but no, I, and and again, the other thing is that if you're not accustomed to playing against Princeton style, or Princeton offense, it's different. It, it requires a ton of discipline, and, it's, and
2: it requires discipline for thirty seconds. Yeah,
3: but yeah, no, it does, it does. But and if you're not right, used to that, so it's a team point, yeah. that we talked about. But, but it's but like
1: here's, a, here's my thing: the issue in this game wasn't playing against the Princeton. They they gave up sixty seven points. They, I thought they did what they needed to do defensively. The issue was. They couldn't score. They couldn't get the ball to Keegan Murray when Richmond was making their run. They couldn't find ways to get Jordan Bohannon open. I don't know if they, they froze up or what it was, but I, I was, again, I was a little bit disappointed with the performance from, uh, from, from Iowa. They, look, if you have that much talent, you are that good offensively, you've got to win games. Like, that's what matters. Well, any time that Iowa tried to get on a run,
2: because Richmond runs their Princeton stuff, Jacob Gilliard would walk the ball up the floor. Yeah. And then they the would have to – they would ha- They would completely control the pace. Anytime there was any so- sort of run that kind of seemed to be gaining steam or something of that nature, like, they would walk it up. They'd run 30 seconds of clock. Uh, having Golden out there, I- I'm telling you guys, like, he's a difference maker, not only for this game but moving forward. That guy's really good, and he's so valuable because – Having him out on the perimeter and then being able to defend on the other sides, uh, on the other side of the floor at 6, 10, 255, Like this team is old; they're smart, they know how to play. And it seemed like Keegan Murray went missing for about seven minutes, or was it six or seven minutes in the second half where he didn't score. Now he turned it on in the last three, three and a half minutes, or what have you. But they needed him to break up the monotony of not scoring. And I thought some of their guys, like Perkins, for example, were just putting his head down and trying to get to the basket. And at the same time, they couldn't get any rhythm because of that. They'd come down, uh, Perkins would do something quick, turn it over, and then they'd go back and have to guard for 30 seconds again. It was impossible to get any kind of rhythm if you were Iowa.
3: The thing that we talked about with Keegan's game, though, is that he's not the type of guy you just give the ball to and get a bucket. So he needs mm-hmm. to be within the flow of the offense. And so it, when you, his, he was thinking, hey, he tried to go inside and post up. Well, it's, it's easier to take away a guy in the post. Mm-hmm. And then you get him on a pick-and-pop jump shots playing off that – but this is a smaller group of guys, so that wasn't an advantage as well. So, you know, where did he get his points when they were leaving Perkins and scheming guys saying, all right, he gets the ball. There was always extra hands. He had like six hands, six – we always say six set of hands, you know, three sets of hands. You know, every time he touched the ball, they're digging it. They're, they're faking at him, They're snutting at him. He didn't have the space. I thought he performed well. Again, he didn't have anyone else, and, and we talked about it. I thought it was let him score and scheme everybody else and if they beat us we're not going to we're not going to win if everybody else is hitting shots anyway we know he's going to score let's focus on everyone else i thought that's what they did their guys to make shots focus on everyone else Bohannon didn't get anything you know and just guarded the other guys and said hey let you know unless he goes for 50 I like our chances and they did a pretty good job today
1: so from 1 5 seed that got upset by a lower seeded team in the first week in 2 years in a row to another one mm-hmm. UConn. Lost in New Mexico State. How you go ahead go ahead, TO. Go how ahead. You, how you I'm feel right out. now? Oh, look. Oh, this mic shut off. Oh Hey baby, I'm going to the
3: bullpen, baby. Let's I got to bring my lefty out.
6: <laughs> I mean
3: I for Rob, get my lefty. on the bullpen. Hey, no, he's all, done,
6: he's tapping out. Hey look,
1: in all in all seriousness though, in all seriousness though, Teddy Buckets was uh was Teddy Buckets today. Teddy buckets Teddy, is a dude. Teddy buckets at thirty seven, at his fourth school because he was kicked out of his previous three. I just felt like I should throw that one in there. Oh, oh the, salt. <laughs> the salt, <laughs> a oh, the salt, little oh. salty, little <laughs> salty. Um, but I, when when a guy has a night like that, there's only so much you can do, right? There's only so much you could do. And 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 to his credit, look, he hit eight straight free throws. He did it over. He did it over hit, what was perceived to be a really good defensive team. Perceived. Perceived, perceived
2: to be a really perceived, good. Perceived. Very team, important.
1: So, yeah. Um. They shot 11 for 17 from three. Teddy buckets hit three ridiculous ones down the stretch. Sure did. At some point, like I, I, I have issues about what UConn did offensively, and we can get to that if you want. But at the end of the day, I think you just chalk this one up to okay, Teddy had a day, and there's only so much you could do. So, because some of those shots that he hit. I don't know how, how you could have defended them all that much better.
2: And, and, and I thought UConn was going to win this game, and one of the reasons was strength versus strength. I thought UConn would be able to handle it. New Mexico State out-rebounded them by one, 26-25. I mean, th- th- that is a tough-as-nails group. Uh, when you have a go-to score, and I feel like I've said it all year, you need a guy who can create something when there's nothing left on the shot clock. When, it, when you have to throw the ball to somebody, you have to create an isolation situations. Well, Teddy Buckets just absolutely showed out. Ends up for 37 in, a, in an NCAA tournament game over UConn, over length, over strength. Like They had guys that could match up from a physical perspective. It didn't matter. He just handled it, did whatever he needed to do, whatever he wanted to do. 13-13 to 13 from the foul line. He was the only guy for New Mexico State to take a free throw. And that's how physical he played with the ball in his hands. It
1: was it was impressive. I think he was the only guy that took a shot for New Mexico State. Yeah, for the the last five minutes minutes of that game, the last fifteen minutes for the entire game, they were looking for buckets, man. They (laughs) They were looking for. Hey, in all seriousness, though, when a guy like that is cooking like that, you got to give him the rock. We got two shooters here. We got two scorers here. When you're when you're in that kind of rhythm, what do you want? Give me give me give me the.
3: And your teammates know.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's a big. They want you to have the ball. When when RC was there, his teammates knew because he would tell them. Yeah, you got to forcefully. Give me that shit. Give me the damn right. ball. <laughs> um, can, I say, can I say my piece on UConn now? No, Go no. Wait.
3: Hold on. Let me ask you this. What if I – we talked about them all year long, and people would get on me and be like, what is shoulders what is talking about? They got three guys averaging in double figures, oh. and I always said to you, who is going to be the third guy when it mattered? I said this the day before the game. Mm-hmm. Who is going to show up? I know R.J. Cole is going to show up. Who is going to show up outside of that? That's been my argument with them all year long. They're, In close games, they get predictable because he looks like the only guy that wants the ball.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that's yeah, that right Smart
2: there. That thing.
1: Well, that, that's the biggest issue with this UConn team is that when you get them into a half-court setting, they are easy to scheme against because everybody knows what they're going to do. It's not a secret. Mm-hmm. The secret's out. Everyone knows what they want to do offensively. They're going to run a bunch of false motion and either try to get RJ coming off a curl to his left, get him in the ball screen, or try to find a duck in for Adama Yep, That's what they want to do. Everybody knows what they're going to do. Yeah, And if you can't get to those specific actions, then they can't do anything offensively. And I think part of that is just kind of what this roster is, mm-hmm. right? That, that Danny Tyrese Martin showed what he is today. He, yeah,
2: he's been he's been really good at points. He's been wild wildly inconsistent at other points. It's been a
1: pretty big issue.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, so I mean that's what that's what they are. This is the team that 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 Danny Hurley has built. This is the the roster that they have going right now. And I do think that to a point. Um, some of that is just a product of what they, they have at their disposal. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're four years into this. This is your program. This is your team. This is what you have built. So I, I, I go back and forth on it. I know what UConn was when he got there. They were 15 and 16 in the AAC. Mm-hmm. They finished in second to last place in the AAC. They were, they were worse than, like, Tulsa. In East Carolina in the AAC, <laughs> a league that is so bad that we're like, yeah, you know what? All those wins that Memphis had, they don't count because that's a mid-major conference. And now they're back to a point where it's like I get pissed when they lose an NCAA tournament game as a five seed. You know what I mean? Like yep. that, It's nice to have a level of expectation where you're I disappointed. Gonna, I think he's doing a good job. But you <laughs> also gotta win some games in March at some point, right? Like, I and you. There are UConn fans that are fired up. that are saying that you need to fire. You need to fire this guy. You need to do no, coaching. No, 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 come no. come on, come on. Come on. Like that here. is that's that's insane. But. You got to start winning some games in March, Danny. Come on. Get it done. <laughs> you can't leave me here like this. You
2: got, you got, you got, you're taking a toll on Rob's mental health. A question: My big. mental it,
1: health, my physical health, my heart. I'm dying over here.
2: What would a healthy Jordan Hawkins
1: would have done for this team consistently all year he, long? He ain't ready. He he's a year away.
2: I think he I think he'll be ready after a summer on the Yeah, he, he needs a summer
1: in the weight room. He needs a summer eating sandwiches every day. And mediocre day. He needs to pizza. get put on that Carter Elliott diet, right? He needs to he needs to work on his handle. He needs to do two ball dribbling drills every single day. Like get him a Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Get him a get him a, a like a, a
2: some mediocre pizza. You have plenty yeah. of that so, there in Connecticut. Get him, get like,
1: you're going to be ready to go. A, get him ice cream. Get, get him some kind of sugary – like, put some weight on this dude and make him do two-ball dribbling drills every single day and make him get on the bench press. And this kid's going to be a stud next year. But he weighs, they were, like, 155 pounds, got no confidence in his ability to, to put the ball on the floor. And if he's not catching and shooting – He's 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 kind of limited. They but were a, he'll stud be a wing, pick.
2: They were a stud wing scorer away from being sweet sixteen good
1: this year. They would have been they they would have been able to to win this game and have a chance to to get to Gonzaga in the Sweet sixteen if Jordan Hawkins was sophomore year Jordan Hawkins as a freshman. Agreed. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. They they,
2: they were a big time wing scorer away. Yep, I mean, book night could qualify as probably that if he stays another year. Yeah, like we don't need different. To, but
1: you're breaking my heart all over again. But yeah. listen, we got we got to we got to get to break here. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do a little bit of a rip around.
7: Mm-hmm. We got to
1: talk about Murray State. We got to talk about Memphis. We got to talk about Creighton, who had a great come from behind win. Shout out to Greg Wydell, who hit the money line on that one. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about Tennessee, and we had to talk about St. Mary's, absolutely punking Randolph Childress's Indiana Hoosiers. We're going to get into <laughs> all of that. Coming up next. All right. Let's, uh, Let's anyone, in chat, baby. jump in the chat, ask us some questions. We are here. We are live. We are breaking things down for you. We're getting I'm, – I'm getting crushed. UConn is getting crushed in the chat right now. Guys, you're <laughs> not firing Hurley. Come on, man. are not firing Come on. Hurley. I will walk off the set. I will, I will walk nonsense. off the set. No, set. They're not
2: firing Hurley. That's a ridiculous assumption. Yeah, Twenty-five, ridiculous. twenty-three, and 10 in an NCAA tournament bid? Stop. When you were in the Amer- – Stop it. You shut your mouth. Yeah.
1: Hush. You shut your mouth you sh- when you're you talking to me. shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we got,
6: we got some talk in the chat about Providence. And Ooh. are they still lucky they're not going to play the former seed?
1: Yeah, Violet, yeah. Dex, yeah, yeah, very, very lucky. Oh, look, look at the draw, look at the draw, right? St. Patrick's Day. They are The best three-point shooting team in the country could not hit a three today on St. Patrick's Day. Now, I, I chalked Friars. that up to defense. Surprise. I thought that was pretty good defense. I think all they of us agreed. So Good. <laughs> hey, look, I, I. my prediction was wrong because I said they were going to win by double digits. They only won by nine. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're good. Tomato, tomato. They're good. I think uh, they they're, match they're, up, I think a little well. We talked so. about it earlier. They match up really well with Richmond, too. They're going to they get to the Sweet 16. First one in program history.
2: This is Spider-Man meme. They're the same team. So, Providence is better, in my opinion. They're just better at most most of the positions. Not all of them, because I think Gilear's a stud. But uh, they're just a better team. They play just as well together. They're all old. It's going to be the, the game of the 24-year-olds, which you don't see a whole lot of.
1: Field of 68 After Dark is now live. We are back. We are at the Rivers Casino Sportsbook in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We are presented by our partners over at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. My name is Rob Doster. I have Terrence Oglesby and Randolph Childress here with me, breaking down a wild Thursday in college basketball. Uh, we got to talk about some of these games that happened today, guys. Let's, let's start with Memphis, because I think all of us were – All of us said heading into the tournament, Memphis was a team that could give Gonzaga some problems. Yep. Mm -hmm. They are now going to have a shot to give. Gonzaga some problems. T.O., how do you feel about this Memphis team, and what do you think their ceiling is at this point? Can they pull off this upset?
2: I I think it's possible that they pull off the upset, but the only problem is is I don't know that they score at Gonzaga's level. That's the big thing. You know that Memphis's defense is going to be there. Whether or not they can score has been the biggest issue, and Alex Lomax, guys, who has been playing much better as of late, seriously sprained his ankle. I mean, he toughed it through, made some big plays, especially down the stretch, but this this Memphis team has struggled to score. And when you're playing against Gonzaga, you better be able to score 80 because I'm not sure that you're going to be able to hold them much lower than 75 if that's at all possible. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to shoot it better, mm-hmm. you know,
3: from the from outside. I mean – we had Armani Bates sighting tonight. He only played three minutes. Got in and Hit knocked a down a three. Yeah, knocked yeah. one down. He
2: did. He came in and knocked down a three. Talked you know? to everybody in there. He was
3: really should go happy for him. He didn't mm-hmm. get back out there. Uh, you know, missing quite a bit of time for someone as talented as he is. They'll need something like that, like a, 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 a effort from him, kind of showing his skill set. You know, to, to to get past Gonzaga. I think. I just like we talked about Gonzaga just scores at a level that I don't see Memphis doing it unless someone just plays. A great game offensively and shoots the ball something like we hadn't seen on a consistent basis. And Jalen
2: Duren is going to have to stay on the floor.
3: Yeah, yes. For the love trouble. of
2: God, you have to stay on the floor when playing Drew Timmy. If you're that big, that strong, that athletic, his wingspan is insane. I, I don't know if you saw Jalen Duren this past summer in yeah. person. I know He's we, a monster. He is a huge human being. He, need, he needs to stay on his floor, just play straight up, make Drew Timmy score over the top. He's going to score a few but, like, you cannot afford to get in foul trouble because after that, it's going to be really, really difficult to keep up with
1: him. Yeah, you know what I'm worried about here in this matchup? Mm. Um, I'm worried about Chet Holmgren's ability to erase everything in the paint. He was he was awesome tonight. All right, mm. awesome. The stuff that he does well, yeah, I, mean, I think he finished with, like, 19, 15 boards, seven blocks, a couple assists. But the stuff that he does best is just his ability to take away everything within eight feet of the rim. Mm-hmm. And so much of what Memphis does comes within eight feet of the rim. So the big thing is going to be, can you take advantage of the fact that he is so slender, right? Like well, Jalen Duran, you got to use that leverage, man. Like you're going to be able to, you could put him through the basket station if you want.
2: Yeah. And your matchup is going to be DeAndre Williams, who's been playing well. He's got to, you got to attack Chet's chest and make mm-hmm. his arms come down. And then you hope to get him in foul trouble, but he just does such a good job of, Easier I, I, said than done. Yeah, much easier said than done because he's got those tarantula arms that, that just go everywhere, and he just manages not to touch guys and not get called for fouls. I mean, the only thing is is whenever he falls on the ground, it scares me to death. Yeah. Chet Holmgren. It's like looks, he's a, he looks so breakable. He's like a, ba- he's like a baby <laughs> giraffe. Baby giraffe. A baby giraffe who's that struggling to run. That's what he seems like to me. Please. You,
3: know, you know the other guy that stepped up for those guys who's flashing a lot for them is, 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 is Anton uh, uh, Watson. Mm -hmm. For Gonzaga, just when, you know, just we talked about the versatility of having, they got another guy to throw in that rotation, that if one of those guys was struggling or foul trouble, is why we're so high on Gonzaga, that when someone's struggling, they just just have multiple parts or interchangeable parts that allows them tonight. And Chet was just amazing tonight, 19 and 17, 17 rebounds tonight. And keep in mind, who they
2: played today wasn't necessarily the hardest matchup. Right, so they're coming in a little bit more fresh. No, oh, they for won sure. by right, 21. Sure. Right. Hey, now the first, hey, the first Georgia State, 30 minutes, credit. Time, hey, Rob, Give Lanier, credit. Rob Lanier, my guy, like you did they a had terrific a job. Half lead. They had you guys, had a half you lead. guys yeah. busted it. But it, there comes a time when Kazaga you just wait for it to happen, and they're just going to take off on a 20 to nothing run because of their offensive ability. But yeah. uh, no. kudos to Lanier. We just had a question in the chat
1: 200 likes for a Doster shotgun. Uh, I do not have any beers that are shotgunable right now, but there is a. A bar right over there. I will make Carter Elliott go buy me a beer and I will chug it on camera if we can get to 200 likes. I tell you that much. Yeah. Um, Alright, so let me ask you guys another uh, another number 8 seed that we, we all agree has a chance to pull off an upset over a number 1 tomorrow. That would be the North Carolina Ooh, Heels. Oh man, were they good. We don't agree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you, don't think, you don't think North Carolina can beat Baylor? No. The North Carolina we just saw put a, put a 30 piece on Marquette. Who you said had a chance to be Baylor? You did. Don't I make did. don't make me I rewind did. the tape. I did. I did. I did. I did. I'm not going for Carolina. I'm you saw sorry. That, you saw that moment when he was like, he was like, ah, shit. Ah, yeah, he got that.
3: my dis. It's like a, I forgot we're being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, North Carolina is a scary team in that aspect. They are, and it's 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 hard to to not acknowledge what they did today. They played a hell of a game. We didn't see that. That was a beatdown today. You know, thirty two points, that was just a beat down today. And and they just were the tougher team today. I'm surprised to say it. I mean I I didn't That's not they something would be. that we expect. No, from no, no. no we all. don't expect that from Carolina at all. They were the tougher team tonight. They were the better team and, and we'll see what happens. But I uh I'm so, not ready to go and say they're going to be the number one seed yet. Why?
1: Real quick, in one minute, tell me why.
3: Because I don't like them. I'm
1: just going <laughs> to. <throw them> <laughs> there no. it is, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Express your just hatred. For the people, <laughs> don't hide it. For the, and people it to the people that are watching on YouTube right now, scary. I just want you to know, you know, T.O., for the whole day, had on a baby blue polo, right? You can yes. see it right there. As soon as he has thing. to start no. talking about no. North Carolina winning by 32, the jacket comes on.
3: And you see me today, I'm swiping because I'm itching. I'm breaking out in hives because this Carolina (laughs) blue shirt is near me, and it's just something about it. Roy let me actually borrow
2: this jacket. This is Roy's jacket. Uh, No, I I, I thought that North Carolina had the Scott Farkas syndrome all year, where Scott Farkas, he's in a Christmas Christmas story, and he always fights the kid that, that doesn't fight back, and as soon as he gets punched in the mouth, you never see him for the rest of the movie. I thought that was Carolina. But Marquette was the team that physically would push you and shove you. And yeah. then they showed today that, hey, we're going to be the tougher team. We can still have an explosive offensive night. How good was Brady Manick? Sure. Ended up with 28 and yeah. 11. Yeah. This he He's a dude. Like, yeah. you got to be thrilled that he comes for one year and then turns around and, my man is back here. I don't know what's going on back there, but he's I looking think, hes looking for the bar tab. I think he's a bartender. Uh, <laughs> 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 but you've got to be sad that you don't get him for more than one year, but what an addition he's been because he has been absolutely terrific – for them all year, even when they've been down, when their guards haven't been able to figure it out. Brady Manick has continued to pick them up. And this next game, I'm telling you, Baylor with inconsistent – not not guard – not inconsistent guard play, but inconsistent minutes, meaning like they haven't been able to play with a lot of consistency moving forward because they've been dealing with injuries. They've been – Jim Wachachua has been out. Carolina is peaking at the right time. This is a
1: Carolina team that could go and win the second game. Yeah, they're playing with confidence too. That's a big thing. RC, let me ask you this question. St. Mary's beat Indiana by roughly a 100, right? Tennessee beat, I don't even remember, who was it? They beat Longwood. 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 They d- beat ha- Longwood. How
2: dare you? I forgot, ah, man. It's been
1: a long day. Th- <laughs> that, that game might as well have happened in February. Yeah, that's all a right? good point. It yeah. feels like that was that long ago. Tennessee beat Longwood by we've, roughly we
2: we've, we've been inhaling uh, casino oxygen for the past <laughs> 14 hours. 15 hours. hours. Yeah. yeah.
1: So wh- who were you more impressed by, Tennessee or St. Mary's?
2: I would say St.
3: Mary's. Uh, I I thought Tennessee did what they had to do. We didn't expect that to be a close game. Uh, They were just far better than than Longwood, and we knew that coming in. We actually thought – and I actually thought Indiana had a chance, and that was a beat down.
2: Well, fatigue set in too. True. I thought it was a brutal thing. We
3: talked about that when I found out today. It was kind of like, where's that game? And it's out west, and, you know, we talked about that. They had their travel issues. For people that don't know, listening at home,
1: um, Indiana did not leave – uh, dating after the playing game until about three a.m. They had issues. That with should their, never happen. No, that, it was a it was a, it was a plane issue. The traveling party was too big for the plane that they had. Okay, essentially.
3: And in, in that situation, then then why don't you just wait and say, hey, we're going to leave at eight or nine o'clock or whatever it is the next day. Like leaving at three or four o'clock in the morning, just is just brutal. I mean, that's just a beat. That's you know, been, you can't recover from
2: issue, that. That's been the issue with that playing game for the longest, though. That scheduling has to be on point. How are these things not figured out by the who whoever the logistics people are going at? I remember a few years ago, there's, there's been different schools. Clemson had a problem whenever they won their first playing game 10 years ago or something. Had to play the first game the next few days. Like, it's... It, the, the logistics issues of these first four are, are, are interesting. Well,
3: hopefully they can make an adjustment and just say, hey, when we do all the selection Sunday, the first thing you should do is just get those teams out and get them to, you know, get them to Dayton a lot quicker, you know, and in that way, you know, or, or, or get the first four in established quicker.
1: Or you know what we could do? We could start the first four games at 540 instead of 640. So that second game starts at 810 instead of 910, and then hopefully you're getting guys at yeah. midnight 1 a.m. Yeah. instead of 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and no, no delays. Make sure you got a plane that can fit everybody in that traveling park. Yeah, party. ridiculous. Um, I, I do want to give some credit, though, to St. Mary's because that was just an absolute evisceration. We can make all the excuses that we want for this Indiana team. But the reason why they eventually folded is because they just got paper cut to death. That's mm-hmm. what that's what St. Mary's does to you. They are so good at executing what they want to do. They are so disciplined in, in 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 their pace and in running their stuff and in making sure they they don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They don't let you beat them. They are great when it comes to uh, kind of taking away what what you do best. Like they're always always one of the best teams in the country at defensive assist rate. Meaning they make you beat them one on one. They don't they don't let you create for others. They make you beat them one on one. And honestly, we probably should have seen this one coming as we look back in hindsight.
2: Well, with a three o'clock in the morning, that's just that, that's so brutal, especially after recover. a game. Like you're trying to recover, like that's a much bigger issue. I think people realize and, uh Just side note: Trace Jackson Davis was not Sean Kemp tonight, <laughs> and I called that earlier.
1: He was he, he was John Kemp. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Kemp. Steve Kemp. <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah.
3: I was gonna mention that, but I
2: no
7: I, no don't you work. could. I do I'll, I'll, know. Th- I'll throw know. it on. I'll let let throw it, it
1: on, let let it on I, myself. I'm it it to my guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen, we gotta we gotta pay the bills. Uh, here, really quick. When we come back, we're gonna give out our, our <laughs> awards for the day: biggest moment, best players, biggest winners, and our biggest loser, Terrence Oglesby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a good one. I forgot to go to James when we were. Yeah. That was the thing. You want? That's okay. We could. Yeah, we can do it. If, we'll we post can, it on Twitter. We can post it on Twitter. We can do that? it tomorrow. We'll do it more. We we'll just do it kept up, Just kept building up. Um, we got any questions in the chat that people yes, are coming we do. in? We're at how 150 are? likes.
5: We are. Uh-oh. get are. Beer ready. How many, here, here we go. Ron wants to know how many Big Ten teams lose tomorrow. How many are playing? I don't know. I haven't even looked at the schedule.
2: Chattanooga. Illinois Chattanooga. Illinois Chattanooga. Chattanooga wins that
3: game. Uh, Upset City, Michigan State Davis. Upset City, Purdue, Yale.
2: One minute, by the way. Purdue will win. Ohio Purdue State's win. losing. So one,
1: one big team winning? Purdue's going to win. Purdue's going to win.
3: Purdue's going to win. win and Iowa State's going to win.
1: Illinois's losing. Who's Iowa State play? Iowa State's LSU. playing the Big Ten, coach. Two. Yeah. Two. Wisconsin yeah. and Purdue are going to win. Everyone else is going to lose. Foster point. Lawyer finally gets his revenge. Should have been starting the
3: whole time. Point guard play. Point guard Ohio play. State, I'm sorry, but Ohio State's going to
1: RC's tired. Don't blame him, Chad. <laughs> they're they're going to beat Loyola Chicago. We're gassed over here. here. Watching basketball. Are you sure? A, wa- watching basketball. Are you sure? Goes, Loyola Chicago's good. And
3: Ohio State will beat them all. You think? I, I do. i putting my money on that. <laughs> oh, here's,
5: here's, one. here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Oh, never mind. Hold on. I'll save it. What? We have 10 seconds.
3: Oh. 10
1: seconds. I'm sorry. We are back. It is the Field of 68 after dark. We are live. Sirius XM channel 84. That is the ESPNU station. We're streaming over on YouTube. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Jump in the chat. Ask us questions. We'll have a brief after since we always do our afters. Uh, My name is Rob Dosser. I have Terrence Oglesby. I have Randolph Childress here with me. We're going to get into some of our awards for the day, guys. I want to start with this. RC, I'm going to you first on this mm-hmm. one. The biggest surprise of the day. I think we know what the answer is here.
3: I mean, the surprise. I'm going to go a little different. Is, is, is this going
1: to go into what we saw about
3: our winners for today?
1: Biggest surprise. Biggest
3: surprise. Biggest surprise. I mean, you got to go with St. Peter's. I mean that that that. I mean, that's a top three
1: or four upset of all time. I mean, mm-hmm. how,
6: how can we go anything different? Yeah, Greg, that? do you have the stats on that? Uh, that was the fourth largest betting spread upset in uh, the history of the NCAA tournament. First, Norfolk State plus 21 and a half against Missouri in 2012, Kyle O'Quinn. Second, UMBC plus 20 and a half against Virginia. The third, Santa Clara plus 20, Steve Nash, 1993.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Wow. The I like largest. it. I like it. Oh. I never I never would have got that one. Never got I would have gotten the other two. I never would have got that one. Never would they got that one. You biggest surprise?
2: I there's no way you can go anywhere else but Kentucky. Right. I think a, a big surprise is Indiana getting beat by 30. But regardless, guys, I mean it's it's Kentucky I, I, for the sheer fact that everybody had them in the final four. Yeah, and, and we were talking about earlier today like. What was the easiest path? The, easiest to the bracket. Final, yeah, the easiest bracket to the Final Four yeah. was Kentucky, and they, they stubbed their foot against well, St. hey, Deer's. look, we
1: weren't wrong. The easiest region to be in is the East, because now the best team in but that region ain't there anymore. Yeah, yeah. but, you, yeah. <laughs> but you're sitting there looking
2: like, if I'm Virginia Tech, my eyes are wide open. If I'm Purdue, yeah. my eyes are wide open. It, like, those teams in that portion of the bracket, I'm not saying it's easy sledding, but it's very possible that a lot of different teams can do it.
1: Yeah, so um I'm gonna go with St. Mary's as my biggest surprise. My <laughs> I mate's mean, on TV. Yeah, he? I'm gonna go to St. Mary's as, as, as my biggest surprise. Um and uh, I just I did not see them winning by uh, by by thirty points. I did not see them having that kind of uh performance. All right, let's go to the most memorable moment. RC.
3: My most memorable moment was sitting out watching the game and watching you Rob, your reaction oh, come to on, this. Man. <laughs> What? Watching your reaction to Yukon Huskies, man. I, I I was fearful, man. I was gonna catch an elbow or something, man, out of reaction. I thought to I you. was gonna get knocked I, out, I, out. I thought account. you were gonna get knocked out too. I was worried about you. So, you know, that that was my biggest takeaway from the day, man. I was really I, I, I f- almost I, I felt bad for friends. you today, I man. I had I know, no, the show. We, I we got I had a friends. lot of love. We I were I had we, we were ready to take the blows, man. We were a little worried. So my most memorable moment today was was my guy Rob here. I was a little worried about him today. He came back around. I thought we were gonna have to Call somebody to sub out
1: the day. I was close. I was down bad for a minute. I was down bad for a minute, then I realized Kentucky lost too, so I wasn't going to be the worst one of the day. <laughs> Got to give it to someone else, man. The, Go the ahead. Most memorable moment to
2: me, it, it, kind of moments, plural, but the number one seeds really struggling for the first 30 minutes of their games. I yeah. mean, Gonzaga, yeah. uh, Georgia State had a two two to four point lead depending on the depending on what when you were looking at the game midway through the second half that was huge Baylor uh, they were the only one that really didn't struggle with their game but like like we've talked about this season when it comes to having that extra year of eligibility there's so many more players so and, they, and it's it's a it's a sprinkle-down effect. And what's happened is a lot of these guys that were transferring from high majors to mids and mids to low, like these guys are having big-time effects, and you're seeing it as better teams at the bottom, at the lower echelons of college basketball, those teams are better too. It's not just the top, and I think that's one big thing that
1: I realized for today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that there was, outside of St. Peter's, I don't know if there was a single, like, standalone super-memorable moment from today. Like, there wasn't that buzzer beater. There right. wasn't that – that, that that great shot, that great moment, that great kind of uh,
3: signature performance type of deal. That
1: yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So your biggest winner? I'll let you go ahead. We've
3: been going this way. Okay. My biggest winner is is Mooney, Chris Mooney, with Richmond. You're talking about going into the A10 tournament. They had billboards out asking, calling for his job. Yeah. Right, yeah. like, like mm-hmm. we, we were, they were calling for his job, and not only to respond the way he respond, they make a run, get into the tournament, and then to pull out an upset today on a team that a lot of people <clears throat> a lot of people had as a final four. I mean, you know run, but we won't go into that. <laughs> we, we won't rehash that
1: <laughs> and
3: uh and I picked him for an upset today. We talked about that, but I, that, that's that's hard to do, as you know in this business. I mean that's, hey. a credit to him and those guys.
1: What's, what's the record on the most number of times that one person can say I picked them as an upset? Mm, I don't know. I know. Whatever. I'm going to – yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know,
3: my bracket looked good
1: prior to these these
3: afternoon games, so I can't say much about that because I also my, my Indiana, bracket. and that got smashed. My, my, my bracket is dog that, shit. That, that
1: got smashed. <laughs> my <laughs> got <laughs> smashed. bracket is dog shit. Go ahead. It just screwed me, so. Yeah.
2: Uh, biggest winner for me is Matt McMahon at Murray State. Mm-hmm. I mean, you pull out a win today, and then instead of having to play a Kentucky team that you're severely outsized by, now you're playing against the St. Peter's team that – you match up well with physically and Trey Hannibal who's a guy that we he wasn't somebody that we talked about pretty much when we're talking about Murray State it's 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 other guys on that roster but Trey Hannibal South Carolina transfer six foot 220 pounds he's built like a running he's back. A back like that Murray State team can give you some problems and it, they have I'm not gonna say a clear path because as well as St. Peter's played today like that is not an easy game but if I'm Murray State, I'd much rather play St. Peter's
1: than Kentucky, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. My biggest winner, Penny Hardaway, the Memphis Tigers. There was there was heat on this guy. There were people that were saying, hey, we might he might, you know, might need to get him up out of Memphis. We might meet might need to get him up out of that coaching job. Um and he I mean this this is not just tonight. Like this is just kind of a, a way to kind of put a cap on a season. But I mean they they were twelve and eight at one point. Right, yeah. we didn't we didn't know if he was going to make it through the year. Like it looked like it was a mess. He, he was turned, irritated. He, he was yeah, he cussed yeah. people out in press conferences and like he turned the season around. He got them into the tournament for the first time in his career, and he won a game in the NCAA tournament. So I mean, this is this is his moment. Now is the time to prove it, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I think he he validated himself as a coach and a and, the, uh, and a guy that can kind of uh, get players better within a season and get a team better within a season. Mm-hmm. Now he's got to win, and now he's got a chance to make it into something memorable. Yeah. Go out and knock off uh, Gonzaga. All right, biggest loser of the day, T.O. No, that was my pick, T.O. Uh,
2: I think we're going, yeah, yeah, my bracket for one. <laughs> that, that's, that's a big thing because I had Kentucky not only making it to the Final Four but winning the entire thing. So, obviously, I'm going to fall off. But uh, my bracket, one. But, two, I'm going to say, you know, an Iowa team. This is two years in a row, guys. Like, is Fran McCaffrey ever going to get out of the first weekend? That's a big issue there in in Iowa. And and he's an excellent coach, and he's he's had great regular seasons, but when is he going to take that step, get it to that sweet 16 or that elite eight? That's a big question mark. And one of the reasons why Iowa lost today, when they're not hitting shots, what are they? That's the big deal. Like, if they're not hitting shots, what are they? Well, we saw today they're not very good. Because, one, they don't have a ton of great athletes on that team. That's just point-blank period, the bottom line. They're much more athletic than they were last year. But at the same time, they don't have anything that they can rely on if they're not making shots. That, mm-hmm. wor- that, w- that would have worried me moving forward for this Iowa team after watching them today. I thought that was a significant issue.
0: Yep.
3: I'm going to go Kentucky, Coach Kyle in Kentucky. And we talked about it earlier. Like you got some idiots out here talking about fire Coach Kyle. but You shut your mouth. Yeah, like let, get over that. <laughs> but there is—it's Kentucky. There's a tremendous amount of pressure on those guys, and coming off of last year, even though it was a co- you know we had COVID issues and everything else, they just didn't have the type of year that we're accustomed to Kentucky having. So then you come back this year, and they have that type of season. But again, you're Kentucky. You're the standard is a national championship. Put yourself in that position, and to, and to you know, and instead end up now. You're going to be in infamy with this with this upset mm-hmm. that we're going to be talking about for the next twenty years it's be, or it's, longer. It's going to be, to be there forever, yeah, right? It's going to be over. Certainly, the like... next eight months. Yes, it's going to be over and over and over again. And then it, now the the, the the anti the can coach Kyle do it? Will he get us over the hump? Questioning that. You're talking about they revamped their coaching staff, mm-hmm. new assistants and everything, and there's not nothing. There's nothing else you can change. There's been a philosophical change as far as the high school kids to getting the transfers. This, this is a well, transfer all, dominant left. Bring but, in some shooters.
1: Get, get me a get me a Randolph Childress on that roster. Get me a Terrence Oglesby on that roster. Get me someone in Kellen Grady.
7: Kentucky system. had a they Terrence had you had, you had a Dagan Kellen Hughes. Grady right. They did Kev, that,
1: Kev, hey, he didn't make any shots tonight. All right, well, uh, we got about a minute left here. I'm going to go with my biggest loser is uh, is Kentucky. Do you have that? Do you have that image? Do we have that, Dagan? Uh, we do not, but you can go ahead and read okay, it. Okay, so uh, so what happened was uh, John Morant tweeted out tonight a team from Kentucky won today. Ouch! So when you are getting roasted by Ouch. the best player to come out of a program Ouch. in the state of Kentucky since Anthony Davis, like that. Ouch. On Twitter, that's something where uh, I gotta call you the biggest loser. Ouch! Um, I, I think it's that simple. And UConn. Yeah, UConn's pretty. damn bad. I'm still. I'm, still, I'm still down bad. <laughs> I'm still. I'm still hurting, guys. I'm still hurting. I knew what a lot of. I knew a lot of people picking UConn uh, kind to of make the Final Four. Boy, did well, that they were, fall. They were, boy, did that fall flat? I'm gonna be nice. <laughs> I'm gonna be nice. I'm not gonna let my emotions get the best of me. All right, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna roll through this one. But listen, this has been fun. Um, we're gonna be back here again tomorrow, guys. We will. Mm-hmm. 11 a.m. Right and early, we're gonna have our pregame show. Uh, coming in at about 5.45, about 6 o'clock. We're going to kind of have a midday recap, um, uh, late-game preview session, and then once again at about midnight, 12.30, uh, we're going to have uh, the end our post-game show After Dark. So for Randolph Childress, for Terrence Oglesby, for producer Greg Waddell, and for producer Degan Hughes, my name is Rob Doster. This was the After Dark. Thank you for being here. We're clear. Hey, can we you open the door for Carter? We're clear. Yeah, oh, Carter's but, locked out. Yeah. Oh. Carter's down bad out there. Carter's, Carter's down out. bad. All right, listen. So Carter's we're We're here for we're here for the afters a little bit. We're uh, we're going to we're going to wrap this up, answer some questions in the chat. See if we can get to 200 likes. Um, let me let me start with this. I got a I got a text RC okay. from a buddy of mine named mm-hmm. Randy McClure and he wanted me to tell you that you and him graduated the same year at Wake Forest and that Big Country is still a punk ass fat <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Tell him that's my new best friend. What's yeah, his name? <laughs> Rand- Randy McClure. That's my guy, Randy McClure. Hi, right, Randy. Runs, he runs the uh, the site Rush the Court. He was one of the, uh, <laughs> the college basketball blogging OGs that uh, that that has been doing this for a long time. So uh, I had to give him a shout out on here. But we got you. Any didn't, other you, questions? Did, you didn't give Carter a shout out, producer Carter. Oh, producer Carter showed up with beers! Hold <laughs> on, can we get can we get this graphic over here? Can we get this on? Joe, can we show this? What
5: do you mean? Yeah, you can
1: show it. Just we got Carter showing up with beers. All right.
5: Don't spill it all over the equipment. Yeah, I yeah. was about to say. Let's do my
1: best. Carter's showing up with beers. Ah. Oh, what? A... Hey, he he just he just made this trip worthwhile for him to come. <laughs> Shout out to Carter Elliott. Showing up with beers. See if we can get to two hundred likes in the chat. All right. There we got you- any other questions coming in here, guys? Any other questions? We got, we got yeah, there's, questions, Tegan? Yeah, there's some questions.
5: What chance do you guys give Memphis
1: on Saturday? I would say they're probably going to be about an eight-and-a-half point uh-huh. dog, I would guess, eight, eight-and-a-half, something like that. Um, I would say that I like their side there. Uh, I think that it would be I, – I, we'll ask Greg as soon as he's done uh, – Greg's showing up with the beers here too. Um, Greg, jump on the mic real quick. We want to know your thoughts on um, on Memphis against uh, against Gonzaga and what the line there could end up being.
6: Uh, off the top of my head, Gonzaga's got to open up close to double digits still. Eight or nine.
0: I my guess think. was eight and a half.
6: Yeah. And the eight and a half, I think I like Memphis.
1: You know why? I think they're going to be able to kind of slow the game down. I uh, do. And I think it, you can, if you can muck it up and make it ugly, I think that's what you have to be able to do against, against uh I'm curious to find out
2: what they're going to do with Chet Holmgren if he he tries to grab and go rebound. And what I mean by that is him grabbing a rebound on the defensive end and And initiating the break himself, are they going to have guys stop him in transition just go ahead and pick him up full? Because I think the best thing you can do against Gonzaga is stop the ball early in the possession and then make them play more so in the half court. I think that's a big part of that.
3: I, I think now my question will be the perimeter shooting of Memphis. At some point they're gonna to have to make shots mm-hmm. you're not going to just be able to ground and pound,
1: especially because they got that that eraser at the, at the, and right, I don't know if you're room. going to be
3: able to turn them over so if you're not turning them over if you're not turning Gonzaga over and you're gonna con- have this control pace you, you know what are you gonna to do to score because we know Gonzaga is going to score mm-hmm. and, yep. and, I, and I, I just wonder where Memphis is going to score and considering they can't
1: pressure him and turn him over so yep. all right I just got a i got a, I got another question that was texted to me. Uh, by the one and only Jeff Goodman. <laughs> and he wants to know what our boldest predictions are for tomorrow. I got a bold one. You want me to go first while you guys kind of look at the schedule? Go ahead. Do I'll it. go first. Number 13 seed Chattanooga.
7: Oh, that's, bull. Take that's bold. Take down Illinois. Wait. That's not bold. No, no,
1: Wait, wait. Chattanooga takes down Illinois and, and yeah. right, UAB knocks off Houston. And so we head into... Uh, I guess Sunday with a game between a 12 seed and a 13 seed guaranteeing that we are going to have at least one double digit seed in the Sweet 16 and you always got to have at least one double di- digit seed in the Sweet 16 alright mm-hmm. right, fair I, enough I think I, think I just fair wrapped enough. up all all of the bold predictions there you could possibly have.
2: Yeah, i like Chattanooga to win, actually. I, I had that from the beginning of the day. I, who knows what could happen? Obviously, Illinois can shoot the ball really well when they get hot. That could be an issue. But like we've said before, Chattanooga just throws waves of bigs at you. So they have 15 fouls to give against Kofi Coburn. That's a big part. I think it is bold. I'm not sure it's the boldest. Another bold prediction, Virginia Tech yeah. wins two games in a row this weekend that, that could be a bold prediction coming off winning the ACC tournament they're playing extremely well their Wofford guys have figured out how to play against high level competition Wofford wins too that could be a bold prediction
6: boys can I call my or shot Wofford. with one yeah We're here, we go. here we go buckle up listen it's been a rough one it's been a rough couple days for the big 10 my big 10 okay the Iowa Hawkeyes you heard this Colgate's beating Wisconsin tomorrow second best wow. three-point shooting team in the country Wisconsin isn't great at guarding the three; they're just fine. Johnny Davis is banged up. I saw it with my own eyes. Colgate <laughs> is going to shoot the lights out.
7: Well, Big,
3: Big Ten's going to hate my next one then because I'm, I'm going with Davison.
5: I like Davidson. I, I, I,
3: I got Davison getting Michigan State tomorrow. And Foster lawyer going for thirty. I wish I RC. wish we could get the death there. I wish we could have the death Car- stare. Carter's getting I'm you. Just, the, giving I, you. And t- <laughs> <Hey>, you <laughs> notice I didn't even look over there, right? I was, I'm trying not to even look that way because I know he's coming. I think that's gonna be a tough matchup. And, and can we and is the Notre Dame Alabama game? Is that considered? That's eleven six. Is that considered yeah. an upset? Uh, yeah. I think Notre Dame will get Alabama tomorrow.
1: I think we've officially stated that every lower seed is gonna win. Hey Carter, so go ahead go, far, go far. ahead and give us it's your bold prediction. who's right.
5: We need this one from you that. too. You
1: to yeah, go ahead give a bold prediction. Gonna, no, it's not gonna be bold, it's gonna be correcting
3: everyone who just <laughs> said it. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan State will win tomorrow.
6: Okay. Let's not sorry. buy into uh, the data hoopla. Right. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. No do so I get to give Eric, one,
6: too, since we're here? Oh, tomorrow. I promise you that.
1: You're not, you're not on camera, just so you know when you do it. <laughs> Sorry. But you made a statement. You made a statement. They oh, heard you. It in. They heard you. Good enough.
6: Locked it in. All right, we got any other questions coming in, Deggy? Hey, we're, we're two likes away from a beer chug from Rob Doss.
7: Yes. Uh, and I I mean, I mean,
5: hold on. Apparently, you took a couple of sips. Yeah, I have. I forgot so, that so I, I had to chug yeah, yeah, you. doesn't count. I
3: haven't. I forgot that I had to chug you. I haven't had a beer in, like, ten
5: years. There you
1: go. Why are you... Because I haven't taken a sip. just seat out bought of it
5: for everybody, you know, so we have we have a we out. have plenty. No, you got. it. You oh go. no, much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> you will be a drinker?
2: Drink a beer, man. Yeah, I'll, man. Drink, I'll drink a beer, but you you you're. Let's see, we're at we're at two hundred.
1: We're at two hundred. Oh yeah, that's oh time to go. we're at two hundred. Check it, look. Two hundred. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it after three cheers to wrap up hey, the night. Yeah, yeah. Do, we'll do it. Do it three do cheers the to the night.
7: Wrap up the night. Right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever that uh, yeah, yeah. well done sir
1: well done all right we got any other questions Dagan? uh yeah
5: let me scroll through the we got a lot we,
1: yeah we got a lot of people in there so
5: somebody asked phil wants to know will you do a chug while doing a handstand i don't know where that came from yes but.
1: absolutely because right. i can 100 percent do a handstand uh, listen i don't on. know Come on. uh can st peter's beat murray state
5: yeah. yeah of course they can yeah
1: TL, why are you, you giving me that look?
5: In, no, I'm not.
2: Any team that plays with that much swag, like they got a shot. They got a shot.
1: And I, I thought, that, I thought it was a really good game plan too. They did a terrific job of finding a way to like isolate Oscar Shewewa on the perimeter and try to pull him away from the basket and create mismatches and take advantage of those mismatches. And um, there, I mean, the, Kenny, Kenny Smith. I don't, I'm not. A, I don't love Kenny Smith doing the. But we were talking about stuff there. Stuff, yeah, I don't yeah. love him doing the breakdowns, but he had a really good point about the way they they kind of. Ran offense and created counters. They got those two wide open threes for uh, for Edert, 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 Edert. Whatever, yeah, whatever. He's his a name legend. Is. Whatever he is, the legend, the legend. Knocked on those two
7: threes. So the mustache. Yes. Shout, I mean, look,
1: I, I can't, I can't say enough about the coaching job that Shaheen Holloway. I, the, the most important thing when it comes to coaching, and you guys can attest to this, it's putting your guys in a position to succeed. Yep. And I thought he did a terrific job of making sure that they had a chance to succeed tonight.
5: Here, here's, a, here's a nice quote from the chat. Any team that lets the nuts hang has a chance. Yeah, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Yeah. true. It's a big point. They let their nuts hang. <laughs> um, I'll give you one more, and then I don't know if you want to keep going or we can do three cheers. But I'll, I'll give you one at least. Uh, which conference was the most disappointing today?
2: You know what? You can't say the SEC because I no, thought no. Tennessee showed well, the, Arkansas played it well. Oh, oh, it's like, it's right. got to be the Mountain West. West. Mountain, Mountain West. What's the question? West.
1: Forbid Mountain West had everybody gone by 10 o'clock.
2: Enough slander with the ACC. Mountain West better hey, than the SEC. I don't want to hear it anymore. Here, Any longer. Enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. While, while we're here, c-
1: we haven't talked about it yet. Can we give a shout-out to Creighton? They yeah, came back 14 down. They didn't have their starting point guard against one of the best defensive teams in the country. Their starting center towards ACL. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Look. Had a, it had looked an, bad. It looked, looked bad. bad <laughs> had a bad knee injury. He's had <laughs> knee injuries before.
6: Um, but yeah. Greg, go ahead. Hey, yeah, j- just a quick second. If we're going to give shout outs to teams that came back from down 14 without their starting point guard, there might be another one we're missing. Who? Michigan oh, Wolverines? I'm say, come on. Come on. Who did? The Wolverines. <laughs>
3: I, I got a question. Never what, heard of what are we
6: cashing <laughs> when
3: you get a winning ticket? Where you <laughs> I just want to know. You know, some of us wanna know when you, you know, where did you cash win a winning ticket? Hey,
5: I'll hit oh, you oh. on the side, hey, RC. Hey, hey, RC, sure. RC, RC, I'll show you where to go. I appreciate that guys.
7: Some of us don't win. Some of us don't win. Some of us only have this <laughs> left.
1: The white ones <laughs> aren't valuable, guys. Just so you know. What else we got taken?
5: Um, let's see. Ch-ch-ch. Thoughts on a possible Duke Texas Tech matchup? If you wanted to answer that one, that's one I just saw. Texas possible.
1: Tech. I would love Texas.
2: I would love to see that, just to see Texas Tech defend that Duke team that just punch, plays a bunch of one-on-one.
5: Mm-hmm. And I think Texas Tech would get them. Yeah. I think I already know the answer to this one. But this is for you, Tio, specifically. Nightmare Fuel? How would you know that? You in the Good, chat? I saw it a no. second ago. Well, now, that, I think well, he
2: well, does that's that's have a little. I answer mean, answer he, he, he ran out of all the Sweet Dreams Fuel whenever he let the other – he went 0 for 14 or whatever he Who's did that? the other day. Katie Johnson. Oh. He runs on nightmare fuel. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he runs he runs on nightmare fuel. It's a real thing. And uh he is just an insane person. I think he still has enough for one game left, but I think Miami's gonna get him. I think Miami's gonna get him in the second round. No. No. No? No. no. I'm, the only one? Yeah, I'm the only one. I keep receipts.
1: Oh, <laughs> here's, here's Fair a enough. question. Here's a question from David Naram. Will Amani Bates be the difference maker for Memphis? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's not, guys.
2: He's not. He's a good player. He's not ready. Uh, we've established as much. He's just not ready. He's a very good player. He's not ready. I think he went home to Michigan and grew two inches because he looked taller on television today.
3: He looked he physically bigger today. I yeah, thought he his body changed bigger. Dude.
2: Like I don't. I'm not sure what happened, but he looked taller on the floor today.
5: Also, let's like we have another Dagan in the chat. That's a bit that's yeah. A bit weird. d 3 is a, a real Dagan or a fake Dagan? Well, I mean, I know it, I know. I know another Dagan. That's a story for another time, though. But you know, yeah. I mean, actually, you're not, he, he actually actually has not even, has the same name. You're as not me. even a Dagen so. anymore. You're Diesel. diesel Apparently, man, yeah. So. I'm Diesel. That's my, my okay, name. Okay, Diesel. So. I don't, know. I don't he, know. He he nicknamed himself that. No, I, I did not. So. <laughs> I, listen, I told you guys that I, and now you can see me, right? You can see me on the camera. I am the f-
1: furthest thing from a Diesel.
5: He was <laughs> doing pushups before he put
1: himself on camera. <laughs> That's all I got to say. He walked in here talking about how he was benching 325 yesterday. Yeah, no. He was drinking a protein shake when he walked in this morning. <laughs> all right, what else we
5: got? Uh, let's see here. Odds Murray State can make a Final Four run. You know what? If it shapes up right, it's possible. No. If it shapes
2: up right. No, I, I
1: actually, I don't. No. I mean, here's the thing. We talk about how we think that uh, Purdue could lose to Virginia Tech, right? Yeah. We mm-hmm. talk about how we think that Baylor could lose to UNC. And if Purdue is out of that bracket and UNC's out of that bracket, who scares you? Fear Murray State. I, I
2: think Murray State matches up pretty well with Virginia I mean, Tech.
1: Look, here, the, the way that I see this playing out, they're going to play a 10 seed, a 15 seed, and an 11 seed to get the, to the Elite Eight. And when they get to the Elite Eight, all they got to do is, is beat a UCLA or a, or a UNC. Like, that's that's doable. St. It Mary's? Doable. They could face. What if they face St. Mary's in the Elite Eight? That Like, that. To me, that's all feasible. Now, that, that it's a long way to get there, and we're, like, kind of putting the cart in front of the horse. is mm-hmm. looking at me like I'm crazy right now, just shaking his head. I, I, just I, no, no. He does that a lot.
3: It's, it's, a, it's a whole lot of, <laughs> man, so, what a so – co- Especially dis- today. on, He's
2: so disappointed in us I, I when am, come man. Out I'm
3: just I'm he sitting says, here like, like we're talking Final Four. They win a game today and it's Final Four. Like, I, like, come on.
2: Well, I think the bracket does shift in their favor. I mean, you could What happens when
5: Yale beats Purdue tomorrow? Yeah. What happens when Yale beats Purdue tomorrow? That's not happening tomorrow. Oh yeah, well, yeah, you How never well, right, well, have Virginia and Tech happened. beats Purdue in, in the And and,
3: and that's who I have. And, I, and Mary State's not beating Virginia Tech. Whoa. See, I don't Whoa, think that's okay. out of the road. Right. All right, right. No. all right,
5: fair. Enough.
2: I, I do. Yeah.
5: I'm just Or she's confident. Yeah. confident. confident. Alright, I have one more and I think this is probably the he's so confident. He was
2: so confident in Indiana too. What'd he give me about thirty seven points? That's true. That was poor.
3: I was more confident in my teams that did better today that's, than the that enough. lost. Fair I think enough. that's fair to fair say. <laughs> <laughs> I think this could be – I could thing. take an L, but I've got a lot of Ws today. That's all I'm going to say.
5: This next question is something that I'm sure myself, Greg, and Carter are very excited to, to hear oh, your answers for. Uh-oh. You have to compare each producer, so the three of us, Uh-oh. to a current college player. <laughs> Go ahead and well, give some time I, to think. Man, we might have to collaborate. And, on this. and, and, and obviously, I mean – that's you've never seen me play basketball. I'm sh- I don't know if you've ever seen Greg play basketball. I've never seen you guys play basketball. Say, so you have I'm, no idea what about, Obviously, Carter Carter played, did play in college. Yeah, so yeah. It's pretty easy if you really
1: think about it. Really? Yeah. There's okay. a lot of no. Cosplayers. It actually it actually is it actually it's really is. Mean, it's like, it's it actually is really easy. His name is Connor Williams. You guys know who Connor Williams is? Um, he is the 7 foot 360 pound player from St. John Fisher. His brain viral for sprain his ankle. Getting up and then throwing that backdoor pass. That, that, you, know, that, you do that's, look like uh, David Roddy. Yeah, i was going to say that. David Roddy mate. That, that,
2: I can see David.
1: David Roddy's good and he's Jesus. bouncy as hell. He's bouncy as hell. Jeez, I don't think I don't think that you could hit the top of that door frame. He can do it standing up. Oh, no, David. David Roddy, come on, man! Don't compliment yourself like that. <laughs> I'm, gi- I'm giving, I'm giving you men's. On, I'm man. giving you
2: men's league, David Roddy. Thank you, I'm man. giving you men's no. league. Man. Oh I'm man! Jameson, Travion, Williams. Either one. Dude, he has game film online of him <laughs> playing at men's true. league. That is
5: true. He does do
1: game film. I've seen Jameson, it. Jameson Trevion Williams. I like that one a little yeah. bit better. Okay. <laughs> Jameson. Jameson Trevion Williams he gave himself um, the
3: name, so we're good. Oh, God.
1: Uh, Greg, I'm excited <laughs> to hear what these are going to be. For for Dagan, who's the most jack dude? In college for this year. <laughs> hey, for, hey, this mm. one
2: came from John Fanta, Ford Dagan. Hall or TCU tomorrow?
5: Seton Hall, of course. I'm not going to pick TCU. Right. Now, do I think it's going to be a, a tough matchup? Of course. But I'm not going to sit here and say TCU. Of course, I'm going to root for Seton Hall. Mm. And i gotta, I got to back my guys over here. They both picked Seton Hall. Well, I think you picked him to delete it, Greg? Hey, Four.
6: RC, we've talked a lot about betting tutorials today. We that did. Seton Hall game tomorrow night is what we refer to in the business as a five-unit play. Five. We'll unit. talk about that tomorrow. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I got to, to talk to everybody. Don't get to talk to me about this ticket yeah. when you for everybody. Yeah, I mean, saying, so
5: TCU, "I'm listening. I'm listening to you." For everybody saying "TCU" in the chat, uh, you're wrong. That's all I gotta say. All right, continue back to our previous conversation.
1: I'm trying to. Fanta, you're little, welcome. Um, I think I think Greg would be like a, a Brad Davison type. I could see that. Yeah, def- definite Brad Davison it's type. The giant prick. Is that what <laughs> Play, plays the game the right way, you know. Those not afraid, not afraid to elbow you in the nuts. Hey, Coach's son, scrappy, deceptively athletic, you know. First one in, last one out. Yeah, first I, just got te- Eat it?
2: I just got a
5: text message from. Sh-
2: I just got a text message from Sean Paul. Greg looks identical to Michigan walk-on Jaron Folds.
6: Hey, he, I believe he's on scholarship now. By the way, Sean Paul, you should know that.
7: Sean,
1: all- yeah, come <laughs> on, get it together. Yeah, yeah Sean, <laughs> Sean, you, you
6: got that one
3: wrong. That's <laughs> yeah. the one you got it wrong. I, I think
2: I think Dagan's a Foster lawyer. I'll, I'll take that.
1: <laughs> I,
3: I give him. What's the eat it?
2: <laughs> what that Foster lawyer? You yeah, know, the he, three point build- shooter tonight.
3: I, I,
5: I, I oh, will Eddard, say, editor, yeah, editor. Yeah. Oh, I'll take him.
7: I need to get a, a mustache. better mustache. Yeah, yeah, hey, bro, gotta, let, let those nuts hang. Off, man. Man. Let those nuts thing, hang. I'll take
1: that. That guy's a legend now. Come on. Nuts hanging, Dagan. I like. I like that. Let that stick. Please don't make that. Nuts hanging, Dagan. That's gonna stick. Chad, Chat If we get to three hundred likes, that sticks. Nuts hanging, Dagan. Oh
7: no.
5: Oh man. I'll take that though. I need to get a better mustache. That's Funny for sure. I'll work on that. I'll work on the mustache. Yep. All right. All right. That's that's what we got here. Let's. If you want any more, you can just go to three cheers. I think w I think that beer is waiting for you to.
1: Well, let's do the three cheers. Go ahead. Okay. Start it off, RC. All right.
7: mm.
3: We got to go to Shaheen Holloway for one. I mean, top five. So we said tonight one of the four top four all time greatest upsets tonight. Just a tremendous win for him and his staff, his players, university. Like that's. That's something those guys are gonna be rememberful for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if anything tops that, get any bigger than that. So salute to those guys.
2: Yeah, cheers to him. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheers to uh, Jamari Bouye because I sw- I know they lost. I know they lost, but He's he so did fun. so much stuff on the floor tonight That's that good. was so much fun to, fun to watch. His explosion off the bounce, his ability to knock down shots. He hits down a bunch of he hits a bunch of step back threes that were huge, like. What a season for the San Francisco Dons, 24-9. and nine. What a what a performance all around. He did a great job in the portal as well, untalked about. Something we didn't talk about all the, all that much with Tepe coming, and he got a couple of Pac-12 transfers in there in the fold as well. But uh, Jamari Bouye, cheers to you, sir. Like a fantastic day, uh, e- even in a loss. But, man, it was fun to watch. Uh,
1: so I was going to go with San Francisco for my cheers. Right. I don't think people realize just how – uh, how hard it is to get an at-large bid at San Francisco in a mm-hmm. conference that's dominated by Gonzaga, that's dominated by St. Mary's when it's not dominated by Gonzaga, that has BYU in it. Um,
2: Jamari Bouye is the best player at San Francisco
1: since Bill Russell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of Sean yeah A lot of but they, they self-imposed a death penalty in 1982. They shut down the program I did not in know 1982. That. They came back in 1985. They've been to one NCAA tournament since they rebooted the program in 1998. That's it. That's it. One NCAA tournament. Todd Golden has them in as an at-large bid. I don't think that that job should be uh, should be overlooked just because they lost in the first round in a thriller in overtime. So cheers to them. Also, I am going to cheers uh, to Trey Alexander, who has got yeah. Creighton into the second round of the NCAA tournament. Playing out of position, he had 18 points. I think it was five boards and six assists today. Um, he's he's terrific. He's going to play in the NBA one day. Absolutely, I a little, he's he's yeah. a, he's a fantastic player. He's he's got to tighten up that handle a little bit. He's got to add a little bit more weight, but he's going to he's going to end up getting there. So, uh, cheers to San Francisco. Cheers to Jamari Bouye. Cheers to Trey Alexander, and cheers of course to Shasheen Holloway. Get it done. Tell us up. Are you I, are you guys going to make me sit up here? And nah, I'm not, sit I'm up gonna, no, I'm not. I'm not going.
2: No. Just do it. Just. No, I'm not going to. Go ahead. You
5: don't have to. Chug. No, no, not, not uh, you. Not you two. You yeah, do it. Yeah. Just get it over with. Yeah. Why are you delaying I, I, it? I hate. I
1: hate every single one. <laughs> hey, don't forget. Don't I'm forget. Mad. Don't, don't forget. You hired every single one of us. Why My <laughs> it myself? Unbelievable. I just don't want to. You'll do it. With you. Here, I'll, I'll do a little.
7: little. You would do
5: it. I'll split between the two of you. That was quick. Back over here to Carter. Oh look at this. Oh, oh dang, Doster. Damn. Well yeah. done, sir. That's
1: impressive.
0: Field of 68 after dark.